when I've mentioned nobody but that man of mine. Guess who's around and gets all of my attention? Nobody but that man of mine. When he goes by, weak eyes cry out for glasses. Who can deny? He really does know his molasses. Oh, me, oh, my. Who shows the world what class is? Nobody but that man of mine. Call in your reporters if they want some news. Got a headline story they are free to use. Something great has happened. I've got a break and how. You can bet I'm all set. Go to meet him now. Oh, no, 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 Oh, guess who's in town? And here's the main attraction. Nobody but that man of mine. Guess who's in town and giving me plenty action? Nobody but that man of mine. Listen to this. We've got a date at seven. And from his first kiss, I'm going to keep him busy till eleven. If you're speaking of bliss, who's got the key to heaven? Nobody but that man of mine. That the devil himself can't come between us We don't care now Tell all the world you've seen us Nobody but that man But that man of mine Poor little lonesome swallow up in the treetop high Poor little lonesome swallow I hear your lonely sigh You miss your nest Where life is best And so do I Lonesome swallow Keep my way through hills and dales. 
feet when I raise my eyes and see you flying it, bravely trying it, way up yonder alone in the skies. It makes me want to wonder way down yonder no more I'll roam. Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. You're listening to WETF, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. I hope you make a little time in your week to listen to some good jazz. And today, we're going to be focusing on a piano player and uh, the recordings that this piano player made as an accompanist to singers who are uh, generally called classic blues singers. They were women singers who were recording in the 1920s. They recorded a wide range of blues, blues-based, and just simply pop material, Tin Pan Alley-type fare. And the piano player in question is James P. Johnson, who's considered the father of the Harlem Stride Piano School. He was a very, very well-rounded uh, musician who could play well, sight read, write scores, write songs. Uh, he was in some ways overshadowed by his uh, mentee, Fats Waller. I guess you could call him a student, although I don't know if they had any formal instruction going on there. But Fats Waller, of course, was a much uh, more evident figure, larger than life, composed pop tunes on command, basically, and uh, was a great showman. James P. Johnson was more retiring as a performer, but he was no less of a musician, surely. So we started out with uh, a couple of tunes that he recorded as an accompanist to the great singer Ethel Waters. Ethel Waters was born in 1896, and um, she was known uh, as a blues singer initially, although probably more incidental to her um, uh, career uh, as a cabaret singer in the 1920s, and even a little bit before that. She sang in a lot of cellar clubs and divey clubs in New York before she was given the opportunity to make records in 1921, and uh, her voice really came across very well in those early recordings, and she was widely recorded playing, or rather singing jazz, uh, blues, all kinds of things. By the time we get to uh, the recordings we heard, she had um, pretty well established herself as a Broadway and uh, stage singer. And the four tunes that uh, uh, she recorded with James P. Johnson for the Columbia label in August of 1928 show uh, kind of a range of what she did. We started out with a tune called Guess Who's in Town, which was composed by James P. Johnson and the lyricist Andy Razeff. And we followed that up with Lonesome Swallow. And uh, that uh, tune, I'm not exactly sure who uh, wrote that tune, but um, it was certainly sounding uh, to be uh, done by that songwriting team as well. So Guess Who's in Town, followed by Lonesome Swallow. James P. Johnson on piano, uh, providing a really uh, bouncy and uh, supportive accompaniment for Ethel Waters. Waters, who was very critical of musicians who played behind her, and other singers especially, uh, was effusive later in life in her praise of James P. Johnson. She thought he was a tremendous accompanist and songwriter and uh, performer. So we're going to pick up with the other two tunes from that session. We're going to hear um, My Handyman, which is a tune by uh, Andy Razif and uh, also James P. Johnson. And it has some clever lyrics, which we associate with Andy Razif, who was also responsible for the lyrics for many uh, Fast Waller compositions at the same time a little bit later. Then we're going to finish up our Ethel Waters program here with Do What You Did Last Night, more in the bluesy vein. From that point, we're going to go to another singer, a woman named Rosa Henderson. She's not remembered as well as some of the other singers from the period, but at the time, she was thought of very highly as a blues singer. She had been born the same year as Ethel Waters, 1896, and she was active on the tent show and minstrel circuit by 1912 or 13 or so. So she uh, earned her stripes uh, in a very difficult uh, way, performing in African-American tent shows and theaters during that time period, before she was given the opportunity to record, beginning in about 1923 or so. We're going to hear some tunes from a little bit later in her career. We're going to hear Gay Cat and Daddy and I'm Saving It All for You, recorded for 
uh, Pathé, I think, in May of 1927. Again, this is James P. Johnson providing that uh, fantastic accompaniment uh, for her on those two tunes. Then we're going to go up to the end of her recording career, 1931. She died uh, in 1968, I think it was, but she had pretty much retired, only sang uh, occasionally after the middle 1930s. And we're going to hear two tunes. Uh, one is called The Doggone Blues, followed by I Can't Be Bothered With No Chic. And some of these tunes were composed by Clarence Williams. This was a sort of a Clarence Williams uh, production, and he took an interest in uh, Rosa Henderson's career. But Williams, who was not known as a particularly good uh, piano player, uh, very wisely hired James P. To, to back some of these singers on some of these dates. And those two tunes, Doggone Blues and Can't Be Bothered With No Chic, were recorded on August 19th of 1931 for Columbia. So those are our six recordings that we're going to hear in the next set. We're going to hear the uh, two Ethel Waters recordings with James P. Johnson, uh, My Handyman, and Do What You Did Last Night, followed by four by Rosa Henderson, Gay Cat and Daddy, uh, I'm Saving It All For You, Doggone Blues, and Can't Be Bothered With No Chic. Positively, absolutely, sure was blind. I found the best that ever was. Here's just some of the things he does. He shakes my ashes, greases my griddle, churns my butter, strokes my fiddle. My man is such a handy man. Spreads my needle, creams my wheat, heats my heater, chops my meat. My man, such a handyman. Don't care if you believe or not, this show is good to have around. Why, when my furnace Gets too hot, he's right there to turn my damper down. For everything, he's got a scheme. You ought to see his new starter that he uses on my machine. My man is such a handyman. He flaps my flapjacks, cleans off the table. Feeds the horses in my stable. My man, such a handy man. He's God's gift. Sometimes he's up long before dawn, busy trimming the rough edges off my lawn. Oh, you can't get away from it. He's such a handy man. While he's working hard I wish that you could See the way He handles my front yard My ice Don't get a chance to melt away He sees that I get that old fresh piece Every day Oh, that man Show is such a handy man Difference to them who gets hurt 
just as long as they can dish the dirt. I heard old sister Jones ask brother Wright, Deacon, can you do what you did last night? I sure feel improved, my spirits moved. Won't you do what you did last night? Oh, hun, let's duplicate what you did last night. Sure was up to date what you did last night. You can call on me better still. You can keep the key long as you do what you did last night. Now there's good old Uncle Joe. He had an awful fright for repeating just a little bit too soon what he did last night. Almost broke his back. Neighbors heard it cry, doing what he did last night. And there's Sister Black, she's had an awful fight. Couldn't keep it to herself, had to signify about what she did last night. Now she's homesick in bed, bandages all around her head, but doing what she did last night. Oh, it makes me sick and tired when you stall a mess around. Rest your hat and coat and pull that shade on down. Anybody call, we're out, that's all. Doing what we did last night. Come on and shake that thing, Papa. Don't be so polite. Hold your mama close like you did last night. As I'm feeling kind of tight, you can lower the light so we can dance like we did last night. Don't misconstrue, dance like we did last From Kokomo was a real hard breaking fool. He was so good, folks said he should open up a chicken stool. Now, with his art, he won the heart of sweet Luke Fender White. Now, they were wet. And now it's said she tells him day and night. Hey, cat and daddy, hey, cat and daddy, you got to settle down. Stop living double, you coat and trouble, you messing all around. Now you, my husband, I want you to understand that I don't want a thing on earth that's secondhand. So gay cat and daddy, gay cat and daddy, you got to settle down. Cause you court in trouble, you messing all around. Now I saw you slipping out of Sister Brown's back door. And I heard her asking you to shake that thing once more. Now someone told me, Daddy, that you were going around, leaving sample kisses everywhere in town. So gay, Captain Daddy, gay, Captain Daddy. You got to settle down. <laughs> 
and wet from the tears that I've shed. I sat down to eat and peck. I'm just a nervous wreck. I feel so blue since my sweet greed is Johnson and why he was so highly regarded by uh, singers of the day as an accompanist. We started out with Ethel Waters, a very big fan of James Pease, and My Handyman with some lyrics by Andy Raza, very humorous and uh, double entendre type of lyrics that were quite um, common in the late 1920s. Then we heard Do What You Did Last Night, not Quite so double entendre, more single entendre in that case, I guess. And then we heard four tunes uh, sung by Rosa Henderson, a largely forgotten blues singer today, but who made quite a few recordings in the 1920s. We heard Gay Cat and Daddy, and I'm Saving My Love for You. And uh, actually, I'm Saving It All for You is the title of that, and that was from May of 1927. All of these were recorded in New York, by the way. And then we went on to two other tunes, a little more humorous, a little later period. The Doggone Blues and Can't Be Bothered with No Chic, August 19th of 1931 for Columbia. And these uh, recordings, most of them feature at least short piano solos by James P. He was 
highly enough thought of uh, that singers were happy to let him uh, take a little bit of the burden in the middle of the song in between verses. So we're going to move on now to two other classic blues singers, one certainly better known and one somewhat better known. We'll start with the somewhat better known singer. Clara Smith uh, was one of many women named Smith, Mamie, Trixie, Bessie, Clara, Laura, so on and so forth. None of them were um, uh, related to each other, but they all came up uh, in the 1910s in various ways, whether in the tent show circuit or occasionally in black vaudeville, and uh, they started singing blues along with the popular material that the audiences uh, wanted at the time. So Clara Smith was born in 1894 or 5. These uh, birth dates for these singers are kind of uh, kind of soft. We're not exactly sure in some cases. Occasionally they shave some years off their uh, lives at one point or another to preserve their youth. So we have to go back to census records and things like that. So for Clara Smith, we're going to hear James P. Johnson accompanying her on two tunes, both written by Clarence Williams. These are Oh, Mr. Mitchell and Where Is My Man? And we'll hear uh, Clara Smith, definitely more of a blues singer uh, than even Rosa Henderson, uh, and she'll be uh, surpassed in that by the next singer, Bessie Smith. Uh, Bessie Smith, of course, was uh, known as the Empress of the Blues. She was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, about 1894 or so. Uh, she came up the hard way, as these other singers did, but by the early 1920s, she was looked at as possibly the best of her genre of singers. Uh, Ma Rainey was still around, and she was the oldest, but Bessie Smith was considered to have the better voice and probably the more flexible approach, although uh, she was first and foremost a blues singer, which you can't say about many of the other singers from this period. I did a podcast very early on. In fact, I think it was my first podcast uh, for the Jazz Focus, which you can find on Anchor.fm, where we listened to uh, a number of titles with James P. Johnson and Bessie Smith that they recorded in the spring of 1929. Some more popular material than we associate with Bessie Smith, but uh, very compelling singing, so I encourage you to go listen to those. If we have time, we might uh, hit one or two songs that I didn't include on that podcast from those dates. But before that, we're going to hear two tunes from an earlier period. We're going to hear the Lock and Key Blues, followed by Sweet Mistreater. And Sweet Mistreater was a James P. Johnson tune as well. These came from April of 1927 for Columbia Records. All of Bessie Smith's recordings were done for Columbia. She was under contract to them for about 10 years. Uh, so Sweet Mistreater and uh, Lock and Key Blues, actually the opposite order. We're going to start with Lock and Key and then go to Sweet Mistreater. And then we're going to finish up the show a little bit later with a couple of other arguably better-known Bessie Smith tunes. But before we do that, I should tell you a little bit about James P. Johnson, who was born in 1894 in New Brunswick, New Jersey. He was not a Southerner. He uh, came up playing piano and uh, being educated as a classical musician in some ways. He was early on influenced by some of the ragtime players, especially U.B. Blake, who was quite prominent in the 1910s in New York and Baltimore and in that area. And Johnson learned how to write music and compose as well as play. And he uh, started writing for shows in the 1920s. He uh, did music for Charleston and contributed music for a number of other uh, shows as well. And some of his pop tunes, like Charleston or Old Fashioned Love, are really considered classics today. He uh, lived into the 1950s, although the last four or five years of his life he was... Uh, pretty much uh, bedridden, or, or uh, he wasn't able to leave the house at any rate because of a series of strokes, but he had played up until the late 1940s in jazz bands. He was considered the dean of jazz pianists. Uh, he was playing with groups like the Eddie Condon Band and um, some, made some fabulous recordings under his own name for Blue Note Records that we've sampled in the past, uh, as well as uh, doing shows and recording uh, under his own name, solos and so forth, for piano rolls in the 1910s and uh, other things all the way up through the 1910s. 1930s. Very well recorded, very uh, successful life in many ways, although riches certainly eluded him, but he made his living, and I guess a reasonable one, as a piano player and composer all during that time. So that's our set we're going to hear right now. The four tunes that I mentioned, we're going to hear Clara Smith singing Old Mr. Mitchell and Where Is My Man, followed by Lock and Key and Sweet Mistreater, done by Bessie Smith, all of which are accompanied by James P. Johnson. I'm crazy about your sweet food 
tang. Oh, oh, Mr. Mitchell, I'll tell the world that it's a wang. I like your good peach carpet and your apple pie. But when I get your poon tang, you will hear me cry. Oh, oh, Mr. Mitchell, I'm crazy about your sweet poontang. Mr. Mitchell owned a sweet confectionery stand way down south in Louisiana. Mr. Mitchell always have good pies and cakes on hand. Such in a pleasing manner. Miss Lindy Lou, she tasted his brand new confection. Mr. Mitchell called it sweet poontang. And when Miss Lindy Lou with it made good connection, this is what she yelled before the gang. Oh, oh, Mr. Mitchell, I'm crazy about your sweet poontang. Oh, oh, Mr. Mitchell, it's got me going with a bang. Your cherry pie is juicy, so is your jelly roll. But when you give me poontang, I just lose control. Oh, oh, Mr. Mitchell, I'm crazy about your sweet poontang.
Yeah. 
two of the most financially successful and most recorded blues singers of the 1920s. We started out with uh, uh, Clara Smith, who uh, made almost as many recordings as Bessie Smith, uh, also for Columbia. Interesting, they were both a recording for the same label. And we heard, towards the end of her career, Old Mr. Mitchell, uh, which doesn't leave much to the imagination in terms of double entendre, and Where Is My Man? Um, if she was looking for Mr. Mitchell... One wonders where her man went. But anyway, that is Clara Smith with James P. Johnson. I could also point out that James P. had some solos, a little solo part on each one of those. And Clara Smith was not noted for generosity to her accompanists. If you listen to all her recordings, there are relatively few solo sections for instrumentalists, even piano players. So she obviously thought quite highly of James P. Johnson as well. Then we finished that set with Bessie Smith, the Empress of the Blues. We heard Lock and Key and Sweet Mistreater, which were um, tunes that she recorded with James P. Johnson in April, April 1st of 1927. Both more kind of on the popular vein, and you can hear how, you know, 
material was moving away from the strict blues form, uh, if it ever was there predominantly for these singers, to more novelty, stagey songs, which were obviously designed for entertainment. And clearly these singers, even when they were on the tent show circuit in the 1910s, had a fair amount of that material as well. We had a little time, so I threw in one of those from 1929 that I didn't put on my first podcast, Worn Out Papa Blues, which I believe was composed by Bessie Smith. And that was from uh, October 11th of 1929. Again, James P. Johnson and Bessie Smith. So I hope you've enjoyed this program, exploring some very different singers uh, accompanied by the great James P. Johnson, stride pianist. And uh, this is music that... uh, is really very focused with just a piano player, no horns, and the singer. So you get to hear the singer, uh, warts and all, as it were, uh, because James P. Johnson was really a pretty faultless accompanist. Some people thought he was too busy, but uh, in this circumstance, it really was clear that he was uh, improving the singers. Even a great singer like Bessie Smith really profited from having him uh, holding her uh, up so she could concentrate on her own part rather than worrying about what was going on in the accompaniment. So we have two more tunes. These are probably the most famous recordings we're going to play today. They're from February 17th of 1927. Preaching the Blues and Backwater Blues. Uh, I'm not sure who wrote Preaching the Blues. I think it might have been Bessie Smith, but Bessie Smith definitely wrote the Backwater Blues. This was in tribute to uh, the Mississippi floods, which happened every year. Apparently, she had been caught in some uh, floods when she was on tour down there, and when she got home to Philadelphia, which was her base, she sat down and wrote this song and these lyrics, which have been um, covered by numerous other singers, but uh, it really is a, a great union of the talents of uh, Bessie Smith and James P. Johnson. The wonderful rolling accompaniment that he provides really demonstrates why singers thought so highly of him. So you've been listening to the Jazz Focus on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. Hope you join us every week and make some time in your schedule for some great jazz. Sing them, sing them, sing them blues. Let me convert 
the skies turn dark at night When it rained five days in the skies turn dark at night Then trouble taking place in the lowlands at night Thank you. 